Welcome to the Creekwood Church Podcast. Creekwood is growing and we are so excited about the Future West Campus. If you're interested in learning more about the building project, visit creekwoodchurch.com beyond or click the Beyond button on the Creekwood Church app. We hope this message inspires and encourages your faith. Well, we are in our third weekend of our series called Simplify, where we've been looking at what does it look like for us to unclutter our souls. So many times when you think about the word simplify, you think of maybe you need to simplify your schedule or simplify your closet or simplify your garage. But what does it look like for you to simplify the things that are cluttering your soul? And last weekend, we talked about what stress does to our souls. And many of us don't really realize and we just kind of have gotten used to having stress. And we don't realize how, how damaging it is, <coughs> how damaging it is to our souls. The first weekend, we talked also about uh, grace and receiving the love of God. And too many of us, man, our, our, our souls are so cluttered that we don't, even, we don't even know what we have in our relationship with Christ. Isn't it true that a lot of times you can have so much junk in your garage or in your house, you don't even know what you have, or you can't find what you have that's so valuable to you. And uh, so again, these have been some topics that I believe that really affect our soul. And today we're going to talk about the next area, and that is envy. Everybody say envy. Envy is, is something we don't talk a lot about. But part of envy is jealousy, it's comparison, and it's, it's really interesting when you start to unpack it because so many times we have just, again, we just live our life with constant comparison, constant envy, and we don't even really see it as wrong. It's just a part of, well, it's, it's just a part of my life, and, and all of us in some area or another, have this, that it really, it's just a part of our, our being and it starts to affect us. And so I want to, what I want to do is I want to pull back the layers in your soul and really let you see how damaging envy can be in your life. Comparison, it will eat you up if you allow it to continue in your life. You know, isn't it true that you can be really satisfied with your life and, and like, you're like, man, things are good. I love my life. And like, all of a sudden you see somebody else and you look at their life and you were like, man, you're looking at how good their life is and they just got a new car or whatever. And you're looking at all their stuff and you're like, my life sucks. I don't like my life anymore. And, and it, it's, just, it's just a part of it. Or like you get on social media and you know, maybe this summer, this happened to you, you know, you didn't get to go anywhere. And, and, and this summer, you're like looking on social media and your friends are like on their third trip to Cancun. And they're posting, you know, sitting on the beach, reading a little book, and they just show you their toes. <laughs> you're like, I just went, the only place you've been this summer is Los Backyardos. 
you didn't get to go nowhere. You're like, I've been at Los Backyardos. That's not a Mexican restaurant. Uh, I, <laughs> I just been hanging out in the backyard. I haven't been anywhere. And, and it's a constant flow of envy and comparison. And, you know, you get on, you're like, Pinterest, you see some perfect Pinterest mom homeschooling her kids and, and her hair so perfect and a little ponytail. And you're like, I hate my kids. <laughs> and my hair hadn't been in a ponytail since 2009. My life stinks compared to their life. And, and <clears throat> again, it's just easy to kind of be all over the place when it comes to um, comparison but, and envy in our life. Why do we do this? I think for a lot of reasons. One is we, we are just, it, we are programmed from the inside in our life to just compare and to be envious. And, and it's, it's just, it starts very early on in our life as kids. Maybe your parents compared you to your siblings. We were, we were compared, you know, we were taught to compare in sports and in uh, maybe with your friends, maybe with your brothers and sisters. It's, it's just a part of us. And I, and I want to show you this because I know maybe you've never thought about it and maybe never really stopped to think of that envy is not, it's not a people issue. Envy really is a spiritual issue. And I, I'm going to read some scriptures in just a few moments, but I think envy is one of the saddest sins because of what it does to our soul long term. And we don't even realize it. It's just kind of subconsciously, we just kind of live with this chronic dissatisfaction with our life because we're like, well, why didn't I get invited? Why didn't I see that? And why, why do they get to do that? And why do I, what, you know, and it's, it's just this, this cycle in our life that it starts to clutter up our souls. And I was thinking about this where, you know, whenever you have, <coughs> have comparison in your life, whenever comparison starts in your life, it's when contentment ends. So every day that you are comparing yourself to other people, it means automatically you're not going to be content and, you know, when you start to, to analyze this and look at this and, and, and start to think about what, what really is the reason why we do this, it's important to ask ourselves, why is it that we struggle with the sin of envy and why is it that we compare and why is it, again, at the core, I think it's one of the reasons why so many of us don't have joy and we don't have contentment in our life. It's because we, we spend our life comparing ourselves to everybody. And I want to start with James chapter 3, verse 16. It says this, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Some of the, I'm just going to warn you up front. Some of y'all, when I read these, you're going to feel like your hiney just got spanked. 
Because I read some of these out loud last night to my wife and I was like, oh my word, these are so convicting. Because you don't really realize how, how serious envy is. It says that where there's envy and selfish ambition, where if you just, like, I'm talking about, you have this envy in your heart. You don't go around saying, man, I'm envious, but you have it there. And it says you find every disorder and every evil practice. Evil practice means you're going around wishing other people like secret. I know you aren't going to say amen right now when I say this, but you're secretly celebrating that there are people out there when they aren't doing good, you're happy. That you're secretly, it, it, it's almost like borderline evil on the inside that you're like, oh, they're, they're struggling. I'm so glad they're struggling because they've had it too easy. Or maybe, you know, like you had a girlfriend years ago and y'all, you know, you broke up. And isn't it true when you break up with somebody and you, you're like, you're thinking about your ex, you're, you're, you're like, you want to wish them well that they go on, but you don't want them to like do, like go date somebody that's an upgrade. <laughs> so you're like wishing and hoping that the person that, their with is not aging well. <laughs> you're like, you know, you automatically are like, well, I don't like them. You don't know why you don't like them. Isn't there true? There, there's people out there, you're like, I don't like them. And it's, you're envious of them and you're comparing yourself to them, but you don't really know why. And you're just like, well, I don't like them. And and, and maybe it, it is somebody that your ex is dating and you're like, well, I don't like them. I'm sure they're jerks. And, and then you find out they're really nice or whatever. And you're like, well, you know, I bet, I bet that, that, you know, he doesn't treat her well. And I bet that, that he's broke and he doesn't have anything. And then he shows up in a BMW. And then you're like, well, I bet, I bet he sells drugs. He may be, you know, she may look good, but I bet, you know, she's not a good person. We're, we're sinners. <laughs> we are sinners, and so we are prone to have every evil practice that's happening in our heart. And I'm telling you, at the root of a lot of our lives, that is, I'm... It is cluttering up our souls is this issue of jealousy and envy. Proverbs 14.30 says, A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. You're not going to be able to jump around and, and look up every one of these. If you're taking notes, just write down the reference and you can go back because I'm going to read off a lot of different scriptures. But you know, when you look at the Old Testament, there's constant... <coughs> examples. Like uh, y'all remember um, Jacob, he envied Esau. And part of that was one of the parents, you know, they favored different, different kids. And some of you grew up in that kind of home where your parents maybe fa favored a sibling and you know what that's like. Or Joseph was envied by his brothers and his brothers, they envied him so much they sold him into slavery. Or Leah was envious of, of her sister, Rachel. And uh, you, you know, 
like some of you, um, you're constantly feeling like, man, physically, I, you know, you don't look good or you never look good and you're constantly comparing yourself to everybody else. And the, so the Bible's full of examples of, of how deadly um, this is. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 says, the acts of the flesh are obvious. And this is one of those, I read this to my wife and I was like, oh my word, this is so convicting. Because it says the acts of the flesh <coughs> are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft. Witchcraft is serious. Like, it says hatred. It says discord. And it says jealousy. Let me say it again. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, immorality, impurity, debauchery, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, and envy. Drunkenness. These are all... Like he puts them all together in the same bundle. Orgies. I feel bad saying that in church. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. Uh, it's the word of God. Okay. <laughs> and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. This is so convicting because I, I think a lot of us, we, we look at that, we're like, you know, man, I'm not worshiping idols and I'm not like sacrificing cats out in the backyard doing witchcraft. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that, but, but we, we, we become comfortable with our jealousy, with our envy. And it clutters up our soul. How, why, why does it clutter our soul? It's because we are looking for something that we need internally satisfied. We're looking for it externally. Let me say that again. There is an internal need, an internal uh, hunger, a satisfaction that is, is needing, that is longing inside of your soul on the inside, but you're looking to satisfy that internally by looking externally. And when you look externally, that means you are trying to find your worth somewhere else. And I think it's a, it's a really important question today that, that you need to ask yourself as a parent, as a husband, a wife, um, a student. If you're in high school today, um, you need to ask yourself this question. Who or what is going to define my worth? Who or what is going to define my worth? And I'll, I'll say this. Again, I don't know what you're, you're going to answer. You know, for some of you, maybe it was, for you, maybe it was your dad and you were like, you know, I was just looking to be validated by my dad and I never got validated by my dad. And so you just, it, it, it's, it's cluttered up your soul. Maybe it's money, kids. I don't, I don't know. But there's, there's <coughs> on the inside of you, there's this internal spiritual longing 
that is that is is there in what you do when you're envy, comparing and jealousy, and you're you're struggling with this this sin of envy is that you're looking for something externally to to validate you. And, and really, your validation has to come from the inside. And listen to me, if you're being validated by anything other than Jesus Christ, that's a race you will never win. It gets pretty ugly inside of our souls if we're trying to be validated by external things. Some of us... Uh, Man, we're angry at the world. We're angry at everybody around us because we're, we're, you know, we're bouncing around all over the place looking at everything and thinking of everything and hearing everybody getting a promotion and they got this and they got this and their kids are doing awesome or whatever. And you're just kind of like, you can feel it just corrupting your soul and you are like, and what, it, what that does is it turns into, to, you getting to a place that you don't really know what you are. You don't really even know what you have inside of you. See, what's interesting about this is that, that envy, it breeds in proximity. It, you know, um, this is why it, when you are jealous and you, you are, are committing the sin of envy, is that it destroys your ability to have and maintain healthy relationships. In other words, you're never going to really be close to anybody because that envy is going to destroy most relationships. And it keeps you from being able to maintain healthy, healthy relationships in your life. Um, you know, Again, who or what is going to define your worth is, is a really important question for you to ask yourself. Um, see, we have this deep-seated insecurities, these deep-seated insecurities deep down in, in the depth of our souls. And these, these insecurities that are in our life, it's, it's what causes us, again, to, to um, really corrupt and clutter up our souls. And I want to give you just some practical things. These are really practical, uh, very quickly. Um, some things that I want you to write down to think about today. Number one, don't use social media as a measurement tool. Don't use social media as a measurement tool. Um, you know, this is such a huge growing problem in our, our culture today. And, and I talk to so many people that, man, they are exhausted and they're broke because they're trying to keep up with everyone and everything they're seeing on their social feed, social media feed. And, and social media is, is to envy what gasoline is to fire. And what we don't realize is that we're looking at people's highlight reels. People don't post ugly pictures of themselves. You know, they don't get up in their moo-moo. If you don't know what a moo-moo is, um, call your grandma. Uh, <laughs> people don't get up in their moo-moo with no makeup on and take a picture of themselves loving life. No, they go put makeup on, get all like, you know, work on their hair for about three hours and then act like they're working in the yard. People lie on social media and we look at it and we're like, 
you know, or, or people don't post on there. You know, we just got in a fight with my husband and we hate each other. He's a jerk. <laughs> people don't post that. So be careful about measuring, using social media as a measurement tool in your life and remind yourself that's the highlight reel. They took 50 pictures and they, to get that one picture. That's why they look so good. Um, number two, systematic gratitude. Systematic gratitude. Um, <coughs> nothing steals contentment more than comparison. And one of the things that, that I think that, that I've learned in my life, and again, um, I, wanna, I want you to hear me when I say this, that you're not going to be able to just go, you know, I'm never going to struggle with envy and jealousy in comparison again in my life. I heard a message about it. It's sin. I'm not doing it anymore. It is going to be a constant every single day thing. And there's, there's something inside of you that is continually, it's the default. And this is why you need a reminder. Listen, we're sinners. And the sin inside of our life, it, it makes us automatically want to go get our validation externally instead of getting our validation from God. And, and it's this constant cycle. And you're going to have to have a system for like a system be, be, intentional and, and this gratitude aspect, it's, you got to have a system for your gratitude where you're intentional. You put it into practice that you go, you know what? Every morning that I get up, I'm going to think about what I'm grateful for. I'm going to look at my kids. They may be little hellions, but I'm going to be grateful for them. I'm going to be grateful for the home that I have. I'm going to, I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus, that I have air conditioning. I'm preaching now. Thank you, Jesus, that, that, you know, look for things. You know, it's so, back to social media, I, you know, my, my phone for a, lot, for a long time was my alarm, and so I would have it right by my bedside, and so in the mornings I would get it, and the first thing that I would look at was social media, and by just 30 minutes into it, you're feeling awful. And, and don't, don't start your day that way. Start your day with looking to be systematic, have systematic gratitude. Thank God for what you have. Thank God for all the things that you're blessed with. Number three, choose admiration over envy. Choose admiration over envy. There is a very, very fine line between admiration and envy. They're very similar. In fact, they're both responses that help you get a better idea of what you value in life. When you, when you admire somebody or you envy somebody, it lets you know what you value. But even though they're very similar and there's not a lot of difference, uh, that it's very fine, there's a very fine line, envy is easier. Why is it easier? Because envy doesn't require for you to ask questions. When you admire somebody, it's a bit of a shift where you begin to go, you know what, I admire them and it allows you to start making some internal questions in your heart to say, why is it that I admire them? When, when it's envy, even though they're, they're very much similar and there's not a lot of difference, envy is just, I blame them for, for you know, they've got something better, they're more blessed, whatever you want to call it. They got invited, you didn't get invited. 
all of that, it's very easy. You don't have to ask questions. But if you move to saying, I choose admiration over envy, I'm going to admire people. Then you start asking questions of, you know, how did they get to the place that they're at? What did they do? In other words, you start to flip the switch in your heart, and it's hard to retrain yourself to move from envy to admiration and say, you know what? Instead of going, you know, that girl, she, she thinks she's all that and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what goes in your head. You know, oh, they got a brand new truck. I, I, I bet they're in debt. And you know you want a new truck. And, and, and just admire and say, you know, maybe they worked real hard for that. Um, I was thinking about this example and I, I, um, I thought, you know, some of you guys um, know Charla. She's MC sometimes. She also does some videos and things. And some people sometimes ask, how did Charla get to be MC? Or why does she get to do a video once in a while and all these different things? And I'm like, you know, a lot of people don't realize the way she started at the church was she, she used to come to vacuum the church after work. I used to think it was crazy because she would get off work, come up here and say, hey, I'm going to vacuum the auditorium. And I'm like, awesome. Because this is back in the day when our, we didn't really have a cleaning service. Our staff was cleaning. Like Pastor Brad cleaned all the bathrooms in the back. Y'all didn't know that. Is Pastor Brad not awesome? I mean, we, we were doing all of that at the beginning and, and she just showed up and started serving. And sometimes it's easy to kind of look at people when they're at a certain level and go, well, man, I'm jealous of them or I'm envious. And we forget to go, you know what? I admire them. And what did they do to get to that place? So that's a, a great, great thing to change. Allow comparison to become celebration. Allow comparison to become celebration. And, um, you know, Starting with, with when you look at your friend's accomplishments, your friend's accomplishments ought to be a reason to celebrate, not be bitter. Do you know that it's very hard, it's very, very difficult to be envious of somebody that you're always encouraging? And sometimes we forget the power or underestimate the power of our words and how powerful um, our words can be to somebody else's soul that God has designed our words to have tremendous amount of impact on another person's soul. And so, um, again, you, you um, celebrating people, encouraging people instead of comparing is, is a, a great, great discipline in your life. Number, the last one, number four, you have to get straight who God has made you to be. And this is so, so important. And this is, I think, one of the, the number one reasons why the clutter in our soul, it affects us from, it keeps us from knowing who we are in God. In Isaiah 45, 9 says, what sorrow awaits those who argue with their creator? Does a clay pot argue with its maker? Does the clay dispute with the one who shapes it saying, stop, you're doing it wrong. See, God knows what happens when envy takes place in our life. Envy destroys your self-worth. It destroys your uniqueness that God has made you to be. God has uniquely made you as, as, a, as a person. And listen to me, God is always intentional when he creates anything. God created you to be you. 
What the world needs more than anything else, the world doesn't need you to prove yourself. The world needs you to be yourself. And you being yourself is only going to found when you begin to move out the clutter of all this comparison and all this toxic stuff that is going on inside of your soul that you're like, I wish I could be like that person. And listen, I've, I've struggled with this so much. When we started Creekwood, I was so clueless. I've, I've told you a thousand times, I was so nervous being in front of people I couldn't pray in front of anybody. I was like, God, help me be Andy Stanley. And I was like trying to be Andy Stanley. And, and I was awful at being Andy Stanley. I was like, I want to be, God, help me be Joel Osteen. <laughs> Boom, I want to be Joel Osteen. And I'm going to tell my little joke at the front. Y'all remember when I used to do that? They were awful. My wife would work with me and she'd say, now you got to work on your punchline because you're missing it every time. It's not funny if you don't tell, the, tell it right. And I found out that like people laugh at me when I make fun of myself. So I just got to be me. But listen to me. This is why you got you to gotta, you gotta name this for what it is. Envy, jealousy, and comparison, it's a sin in your life and you need to get it out of your life. Every day when it starts to creep up inside of you, the jealousy or the envy, the comparison starts to creep up inside of your soul. You need to crush it and say, Satan, you are not going to start to define my soul by all this comparison. I'm defined by God. I'm preaching a lot better than y'all responding today, but that's okay. <laughs> Galatians chapter four, verse four says, but when the right time came, God sent his son born of a woman subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law. Listen to the words of this. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. You're God's heir. That, that's what should define you on the inside. See, the root of jealousy, again, is, is a belief that God has blessed, has not blessed us as we deserve. What if today, man, you, you, you took a huge step and you said, it's time to simplify. I'm stopped comparing my husband to everybody. I'm stopped comparing myself, trying to find my self-worth and that person over here, that person over here. And See, I, I believe in this room there, there are people that, man, you have been so, so brutal with yourself. 
that yourself, t- the, the, the voice that you hear on the inside. See, there's a voice on the inside of you that sounds just like you. And you hear it every single day. And you think it's you. That is speaking into your life. That's saying you're not enough. That you're a failure. And remember that time you did this. And you did this. And you did that. And so it just creates this insecurity inside of your soul. But I want you to hear me when I say this. That's not you. That's not God's voice in your life. That's Satan trying to speak into your soul. Your soul today needs to hear you are forgiven. Your soul today needs to be to hear that you are an heir of God. That God's not given up on you. That, that God's promise is over your life. That your future, that what... God spoke into your life about your future, about your tomorrow. God is still with you. God is still working. Stop envying everybody around you and look inside and say, God, I trust you because of what you have done in my heart. See, we need to make a decision today to not look to the left or the right, but we need to look straight up at God and allow him to give us our self-worth today. Would you bow your heads today? I want to pray for you and you know if you're here today and you've never accepted Christ into your life I I just want you to know above anything else how much God loves you if you're not right in your heart with God you can make the decision right there where you're at to say God I receive you into my soul into my life I ask you, God, to take over my life today. I surrender my life to you. Father, I pray over every person here today, God, may all of us, I include myself, may we constantly be aware of the sin of envy in our life. Father, help us to, God, walk every single day aware of it, God, pushing it out of our life and allowing our souls to be so clear to hear your voice, God. We thank you for this. And everyone said, Thanks for listening. If you like the content of this podcast, you're going to love our YouTube channel. Subscribe at youtube.com slash for video messages and full services uploaded weekly.